Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone, this is Helena Margareta speaking to you from Europe. It's great to be with you again, and um, I hope you can hear me. I really do. I don't see myself talking here. I have a new screen in front of me, and uh, it doesn't say I'm uh, I'm on, but I hope I am. Um, So uh, if you want to call in and talk to me, we have a number here, which is 347 in the United States area code, 347-324-3293. And I'm here. I'm back with you which is great. Thank you so much for having me. I uh, have a few questions uh, that um, I know that you would like to hear the answers to, and um, they are here in front of me. Uh, They are not printed out because they were sometimes just a couple of questions and then on a lot of paper, so I wanted to save paper, so I copied them on a sheet of paper and I have them here in front of me. But anyway, so many people have asked me, why are you not on air as much as you should be? And, you know, I used to be on air a lot, but it took so much time, and I was traveling, and we had to make pre-recordings, and it was a lot of work. So um, I noticed also that you actually listen to the archives. So I thought, well, this is very good. I make a show once in a while, and you go to the archives and listen to me there. So isn't that great? <laughs> um, well, I have um, have you with me, and the first question is, how do I gain spiritual insights? Well, it's a very good question. So how can I be more spiritual in my life? And it seems to be a trend right now that people want to be more spiritual. They're looking for spirituality. And... Uh, I have uh, many uh, answers to that. And if you look it up in in, in books and so on, depending who is answering, you will get an answer to fit in with that. The answer I would give would be, well, it depends who you are, how well you already are connected. And then you can, of course, train yourself more and more to get a little higher up in ranking. But the main thing is you have to experience a oneness, a oneness with everything around you and an understanding for everything around you. And in this understanding, you must not judge. So if you see a tree, you must not judge, oh, this is an ugly tree or it's full of, of insects and, and it's too too ugly for me to even look at and and oh no now it's winter it has no leaves and you know you make those judgments no just look at everything with a certain understanding whoever it is if it is a human being or if it's an animal or if it is just nature and somehow now if you see nature begin to connect and communicate with nature or with that other person, or whatever it is. And it's exactly this connection 
that is the spirituality that you just experience the oneness. But the first thing you have to experience a oneness with is the universe, the light within you, as I say. And um, then, of course, you can begin to train yourself that you start to pray and you you meditate. Meditation is a great way of moving ahead. Meditation is fantastic. So if you can take the time every day, not too long, not that one-hour meditation. It will just make you stoned, and it will not help you at all because you just get very tired and, and you will sit down and do nothing with your life. So instead, just do a little bit of meditation. 20 minutes is perfect, 20, 25 minutes, 15 minutes. It's okay, you know, that's good for you. And then you begin to just stretch out those feelers around you. I do only one meditation, and that is the white light meditation. The white light meditation is the best meditation there is. I think I have tried many kinds of meditations before that, but somehow they didn't connect me with the universe the same way. I began ages ago with TM, you know, the TM meditation, and you had this mantra or just one word that you focused on. It was good. It really brought me down to many depths, depths, (laughs) but it didn't do what the light is doing to me. So maybe I'm different, and maybe you will find the way for you that fits in much better. So we meditate to find the inner peace. And when you find that inner peace, you also begin to see the true meaning of life and what is really important for you. And your mind is getting clearer. Isn't that nice? You know, um, you have to also begin to increase your awareness. But I think this is kind of cause and it's the effect of of the meditation that you get more tuned in to everything around you. So we are now in tune with the whole universe. Now you can begin to study. You can read the Bible or you can read about uh, Buddhism or, or whatever is out there and find out what goes and what they feel and think about spirituality. Now, of course, when you go to the Bible and Buddhism, these are religions. Spirituality is a completely different thing. Spirituality is your very personal connection with the universe. It's you and that higher power without the mixing in of anyone else. It's just you and your master, so to speak, you and God. It's you and the white light. This is the way I see it. It's you and the light. Now when you begin to experience this kind of oneness with the universe, you have this urge to do good. You really do. You feel you want to help wherever you go. And that is the truth about spirituality. If you see that someone is lower than yourself in whatever it is, I'm not speaking down now, but if someone is not well and you are well, you have a natural instinct to help that person. And you do. 
in whatever way you can do that. Now, and you begin to live a more, how should I say, open life, more open to everything around you. And you communicate with everything around you. And I'm going back to this oneness with nature, with animals, with human beings. You can go for a walk in the woods, out in the big forest, and feel the connection. Or on the beach. I walked on the beach in Miami Beach every day. And you would think that this beach is very crowded, of course, in the daytime it is. But in the early morning or towards the evening, it's absolutely empty. It was just me and the seagulls and the pelicans and, you know, nature. And you felt so connected to all this around you. And you live it. You live it in a different way. So this is what spirituality is. It's a togetherness. It's togetherness of you, your own self, your physical self, and your inner self, your higher self. You must believe in a higher self to be spiritual, actually. If you don't believe in a higher self, but you believe in a flatness around you, well, you are not spiritual. You really aren't. And there are tender spots, you know, even if you're not a a spiritual person, you still have some tender spots in you. And those are the ones you have to develop. So this is a little bit how you can improve uh, your uh, spirituality, how you can move on. And once you're spiritual, you have a lot of clarity, Wow, are you glad? You see everything so easily. Life is much easier to live. And um, here uh, in Sweden uh, this morning when I turned on the TV news and we have a big um, political rally in Sweden right now on an island called Gotland outside of Sweden between Sweden and Finland or Sweden and the, the Baltic countries. And this island is now full of all these politicians from all over the country and and, and uh, business people and so on trying to make all kinds of deals, I suppose. But Jesse Jackson, good old American Jesse Jackson was there. And um, he was, of course, going to speak at some kind of um, uh, conference uh, in this rally. And um, they interviewed him this morning. And you had this regular Swedish blonde um, journalist who stood there with a microphone and asked him questions. And what he said was so wonderful. He said, we have to allow our inner light to shine. We have to allow our light to shine. And this is so anti-Swedish in a way, because in Sweden you are not for spirituality right now. No, you're, they're going away from spirituality. I tell you, it's bad. It's the media, not the people, but the media. So I could see how this woman kind of uh, stepped back a little bit and looked at him. And then she translated, let your light shine, like she said, let your light burn, <laughs> which in a way was the other direction. But we all knew what he was trying to say, and this is what we all say now in the world. Let your light shine. 
Be the one that you are. Allow the light, that power to shine within you, and then you'll be okay. You really will be. You really, really will be. So, I think that is uh, a little bit uh, about being uh, spiritual, that you are in a special dimension, and a dimension between you and that higher self, that higher power. And the Bible, and the Bible says everywhere that we uh, have the power within us and that God lives within us. Isn't that simple, you know, that you don't have the separation? The ones who separated God from within us, uh, with God, you know, uh, that they made it be, was that they said God is separated from us and that you have to come to them, to church and to Jesus and everything before you could reach that light. That's not so. We have the light within us all the time and we can reach it just this very moment. Just feel it right now within you, how the light shines within you. Yes, how the light shines within you. And you are so relaxed now. And you take a deep breath, and for a moment you feel that light within you. You love the light within you. You truly, truly love that light within you. And that is what it means to love your neighbor like yourself. You love yourself, but you love the light within you. That's not selfish, no. You love the light within you. So uh, I have another question here. How can I, or can I lose my spiritual abilities if I ask for money? I have had people ask me that um, you know, healers and so on, they send me that question once in a while. And I come across that question myself in my own work because, um, you know, according to religion, we think, we believe that you're not supposed to be paid for spiritual help. Well, may I tell you, this is the way that the church has made it sound like you shouldn't get any money or any payment for your services. But in the old days when the healers were there, the monks and the nuns who performed the healing with or on the people, they did that all over the place and they didn't get anything for that. But tell you, I tell you, the church would come after the people afterwards and say, you got the help now. You have to reward us. You have to pay us because otherwise you will not be well for a long time. And this was the way it started, I think. And then, of course, healing was performed by women and women didn't get paid a lot. So that was another reason why this went the other direction. Now, it is true that you can not do this for money. Do you hear that, what I said? You cannot do spiritual healing or whatever for money. Hey, what I'm saying, you cannot do it for money. It doesn't mean you cannot get paid for it. You cannot do it like a work, like an office work, that like you need a job and you go out and get do healing and then get paid for it. 
That's not the true kind of healing. No, you have to do it from your heart. But of course you have to get paid for it. Naturally, <laughs> that that is a fact. Because uh, who would otherwise pay your bills, so to speak? But the main factor is everything is so... You know, it's a high tide and low tide. It's a giving and a taking. You have to have the exchange of energies in whatever goes. Otherwise, it does not work. You know, I was an idealist when I started with this, and I felt, oh, I don't need to get paid. I'm going to do this anyway. So I didn't. So I started to do, you know, what you know, so-called healing with people, and. I didn't ask for money, and they didn't really pay me. They were cheap. People are cheap. They get things for free everywhere out there. So they didn't really appreciate it, and they didn't commit themselves to get well because it was for free, and that's one of the main factors. Whatever you get for free, you don't appreciate. And the Bible says that too. Don't pay. Don't throw pearls before the swines. Don't, you know, pigs don't need pearls, so don't give it to them. It will not do them any good. And that's the same thing. Do not work with people who do not want to receive it properly. Because when you receive it properly, the first feeling is, how can I return the favor? It's the natural instinct with people. And even the so-called primitive tribes go to their medicine men and give them whatever they can for their healing services. It's a natural instinct. So do not come with this old nonsense that you cannot charge for services in the so-called healing mission out there. It's a lot of nonsense. Sometimes I get some over-religious person who kind of says, oh, you cannot ask for money, you only do it for money, and so on. These must be very angry people because, first of all, they do not know how other people operate and what they stand for and what they do. I work on so many people out there who are actually in the emergency ward needing help or waiting for emergency help or little children who have no way of being helped for some time, you know, before the doctor gets to them. I work on people every day, you know, for no rewards. But afterwards they come to me. Money is not the factor that you work for. It's not the purpose of your work. The purpose is to do the healing work and not to make this into a business. But it is very, very misunderstood in the world. And it troubles me. It angers me even when people come up with those comments because I know people. I've worked on over 20,000 people out there and people have to commit themselves to get well. How do they do that? through some kind of pain <laughs> and the pain is the payment <laughs> is that yes you have to go through that part of it now I have another question here 
how um, do you combine your belief in reincarnation with your Christian beliefs? And that is probably tied to what church do you belong to, what cultural background do you belong to? Well, I am originally Lutheran, that is a Protestant, uh, which is Christian uh, in Europe, but an American Christian is only someone who has been born again, I think. Well, of course, I've been born again many times. So I do not call myself uh, that I belong to any religion. I belong to all religions, so to speak. But I am actually spiritual, and spirituality is the opposite of religion. Spirituality is when you are one, you experience and work out of the oneness with your higher self. Did you hear that? Spirituality is when you work out of the oneness with God, with nature, with your higher self, with the light. Religion is when you are closed in under a heading called something. And now you have a leader telling you what to believe. This is point one, two, three, four. This is what you believe if you want to belong to us. Otherwise, we throw you out. You don't belong here. That's religion. You can sit within the religion and be spiritual. Of course you can. You can sit in a church, for instance, and experience God very easily. I do myself. I love doing that. And I like to go and light the candle in a church and say a little prayer and now feel the oneness with a higher force. It makes me feel good. I do that a lot in Europe where you have the open churches and in America really you cannot do that because I'd be dangerous. I think someone might come and shoot you. I'm just joking. But um, we have this culture in Europe to leave our churches open, which is, I think, a wonderful part of culture, and we should use it. And um, then uh, have some more. Why do you not do healing sessions over the air on your show? Everyone will come to you then. And I say, of course they would. Everyone will come to me for, you know, um, Diagnosis. I'm a medical intuitive as, as well. Of course, everyone will come to me. And maybe this is not the right way to do things. Uh, and i tell you why. Because I am not allowed to give any medical advice out there. That is reserved for the medical doctors. I'm not allowed to do anything medical. publicly, because that's reserved for the medical doctors. I'm a doctor of divinity. It doesn't cover it. Yes, I can perform miracles, and I do. But even that is a little bit tricky, you know. But over the telephone and on the radio like this, I um, I cannot do it. So that's the reason. And also it's a very personal thing, which I said before. The true reason is I cannot do medical on the air. I'm not a medical doctor. And I say that to you, don't listen to me. <laughs> and when I give, and if you think it's medical, just, no, I don't do that. For that, you have to go to your medical doctor. 
the medical doctor will do that very well for you. So that's it. And um, what is the purpose of my life? So many of you ask me that. Why did this happen to me? I have this question every day. Why did this happen to me? Why did I have to go through this horrible thing? Why did my husband have to die? Why is my child a sick child? Why, why, why? Why am I sick? Why am I paralyzed? You know, there are questions. I do not know the questions. Uh, I do not know the answers. I can only say it's not necessarily a mistake. There is a purpose for this. There is a purpose, yes. Why that is so. And I think the purpose is that you were meant to learn from this experience. When I was widowed the first time and I was just you know, I was 22 or something like that, I couldn't believe why this had to happen to me. I felt I had my life set and fixed and ready for me for my for the rest of my days, I was happy. I had everything I needed and wanted was a dream. And then everything collapsed. Just like that, on a sunny day in July. I couldn't believe it. Why, 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 why? And I asked myself those questions. And I got angry. And I stopped believing in God. And I stopped believing in everything. Because this could not be the right thing for anyone to have happened to them. And I know that people right now, maybe someone who's listening to this show, who feels exactly that way. And then the years went by, I married again, and I married again, and eventually I saw the purpose, why this was so. That we are meant to do things in life that we couldn't have done if we had continued to live a certain way, or if we had been with a certain person, or if we had had someone else around us that could have stopped us. There are so many reasons out there, but we have to wait and see why the reason was served to us like this. We do not know everything right away. Answers come with time, and that is why... I say, now, my God, I have learned so much. Now I'm older than most, and I know things. I know things I never knew before. I see things I couldn't see before. I know, because I have lived it. You know, experience is a fantastic thing. Experience is just a wonderful thing. Wow, is that a good, great thing. Experience is your best teacher. There is no other teacher as good as experience. Wow, is that a good thing to have. So, if you have a bad time, if you're not feeling well, do the best you can to get over it. And how do you get over it? Well, it starts in your mind. It starts with your intention. Intention, intention, everything is intention. 
let your light shine right now and feel how the light is shining through you and take the responsibility to move ahead. Can you do that? Yeah, I think you can. You decide you can. If you can't do it perfectly the first time or the second time or the third time, move on. Try. Practice. And move on. And move on. And begin to see the light far away over the horizon. This is your light. This is your goal. This is where you are heading. Isn't that wonderful? You are moving ahead. You really are moving on right now. And um, I had another question. You asked one of your guests how he defined happiness. Uh, And this was a long time ago. I remember that you asked one of your guests. That was Rick Morgan, I think. How do you define happiness? So, Helena, how do you describe happiness is the question. Well, that can be... You know, that's quite a question. What is happiness? Happiness to someone might be having a lot of money in the bank. Happiness to someone else might be just to have food on your plate. Happiness to someone else might just to have a plate, you know, and that's where we start. What is happiness? Is it having everything or is it something else? Happiness to me is within me. It really is happiness. I feel it within me. I can be happy one day. It's not being necessarily, yes, I'm so happy when I'm with the family, you know, I have the grandchildren, I have, you know, I'm really very, very happy with that. It makes me feel so good and to sit at a table with the family, with the kids, and you know, with with everyone there and see that they are happy and they love having me there, it makes me feel happy. It's the togetherness with the ones you love. But you have to have it within you. And I can sit with my dogs, you know, when I used to have dogs and I just had them all around me, and I loved that too. I was feeling so happy and fortunate to have this. And to have that together with the kids again, yes great happiness but you still go back to I am within me that light within you that shines that is the number one and if you have done something good and you feel you have succeeded with some case with a person who was so difficult and who wouldn't be able to turn around and and ever get well, and then suddenly the person gets well, and oh my God, I would fall to my knees and say, thank you, thank you, thank you. That is fantastic, a fantastic feeling. But I would define happiness as a state of mind within you. And it's your work. It's the do-it-yourself thing. Of course people can make you happy, but it's still up to you what is to be. It's up to me what is going to be, what is to me, what is to be good in my life 
I have to work on that. So I have to be on good terms with myself. I have so often heard people who come to me and they have blamed someone for their unhappiness. Oh, my partner took all my money. I have nothing left. I'm now in debt. I'm going. I'm now in debt. I'm going bankrupt. What shall I do? I'm so unhappy. Of course, it would be silly to say you are that you're happy in that kind of situation. But you still can get over it if you have that connection in your heart, that light shining within you. You know who you are, and you are on good terms with yourself. It always goes back to you, the one you are, and how you feel about yourself. That is the happiness we are talking about. To feel really good with yourself, about yourself. You have to feel good within you, in your heart. And I think Gratitude belongs to that package somewhere. You have to be grateful, whatever you have, because there's always someone worse off than you. If you think, even if you don't have it very good, there's always someone who is not as well off as you are. And uh, I heard uh, someone else who got that question on the regular radio show, and he was asked, oh, what is happiness? Who are the happy people? And he said, oh, people in Denmark and Sweden. (laughs) And the interviewer asked, why? Because they have all those social programs, you know, uh, about the health care and they're taken care of and, and whatever it is. And I thought, well, you're really into the money, aren't you? So he looked at it that way. People in Denmark, I don't know too many people in Denmark, but I know a lot of people in Sweden. And people in Sweden are well off. They're reasonably happy in the summer, when the sun is shining and they're surrounded by the light. Otherwise, I wouldn't define Swedish people as happy people necessarily. The individuals here and there, yes. But not as a people, I wouldn't say they're happy people. I feel um, we have a lot to learn in Sweden. And as I say, in Sweden we have a lot of spirituality lacking. (laughs) And that is what I feel spirituality is, the foundation for happiness. So, uh, talking about that um, spirituality again, you can do that all the time. Begin to practice and begin to feel you have the light within you. And we're going to do that in a moment. But then I have a question here. Where are you most of the time now the next few months? And I will say, I'm in Europe. And I will give seminars here. If you want to reach me, Reach me to Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com. Dr. Helena Info, Info short for information, at 
which is, you know, that thing. Uh, I say that for other people in other languages. Yahoo, which is with two O's at the end, dot com. Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com. No dots anywhere except for after Yahoo. Very lengthy, but just to give you the time to write it down. <laughs> then we have a question here. Why are some people so evil? That is a good question. I don't think I can answer that properly. I wish I could answer it properly. But I really don't know why they are so evil. I think there are many reasons for that. I think there is a so-called devil, which means an energy that is bad, that is floating around and can attach itself to people. I really believe that. I've seen that. I know that. And those people who are evil are possessed one way or the other. I would say evil is when you are not allowing the light to be the master of your life. Evil is when you're not allowing the light to shine within you. You're allowing the darkness to take over. And I see that sometimes when people uh, receive light and they go crazy, you know, they start going really nuts. That is the devil, so to, so to speak, within them that cannot handle the light. So when people do not handle the light, they should have more light and more light and more light and just get rid of that darkness within them. The light is so important in your life. Please use it as much as you can. Shall we do a little practice? Shall we do it right now? Yes. Do it right now. And you begin to relax now. You you just Uh, Listen to my voice and you close your eyes. You don't need to look at anything. I'm not going to show pictures on the screen or anything. So begin to feel the light shining within you. Yes, allow the light to shine. And you close your eyes and you feel at peace with yourself. You know that the light within you is your best friend. And you imagine yourself in a beautiful, beautiful garden. And everything around you, there is beautiful, beautiful nature. Flowers, trees, green grass under your feet. You feel so good about you. So very, very good about you. You love the light. You love the light the way it shines. You are so relaxed. So very, very relaxed now. Yes, allow the light to shine. The light is the best friend that you have. And now you feel so connected to all and everything. Yes, you love your light. You love the light to shine. 
It feels good now within you. And now the light in your chest area is rotating more and more and more and more. Yes, you know who you are. You are a child of the light. You are a child of the light. And it shines in your chest area right now. The light is getting stronger and stronger in your chest. And now suddenly, it's like the whole sky is opening up. The whole sky is opening up. And it's sending you a big, big ray of light. And the light is now entering through your head. The light is coming in through your head and goes in through your neck, all the way down through your spine. And throughout your body, it spreads from your spine into all your organs, into your chest area. And you feel so connected with the light. You are one with the universal light. You experience the oneness with the universal light. The light shines within you right now. The light shines within you right now. The light makes you feel happy. The light makes you feel well. You know you are connected to the whole universe through the light. relaxed. You are at peace. Your body is well. Your arms, your legs, your whole body feels so well. Your whole body is at peace. You are at peace. You are in the light. You think good thoughts. Good ideas are coming your way. Yes, good ideas are coming your way. You love the light. You do love the light. You love the light within you. The light is your best friend. 
the light shines within you right now. You know who you are. You are a child of the universe. You experience happiness. You experience love throughout your body. You know who you are. You are a child of the universe. You are successful. You are successful in all you do. You say yes to success. Success, 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 success. You allow the light to shine. The power of the light shines through you. Right now, I am successful. You feel you are successful. And now you tell yourself, I am successful. I feel good about myself. And the light shines through my body. Throughout my body, I am happy and I am well. I am happy and I am well. This is my best friend. And the light is shining this very moment. I relax my body and stretch my body and feel I have been given the love of the universe and I accept this love from the universe right now. I am of the light. I am truly of light. And now you come back to the here and now and accept a new day. You open your eyes again and you feel good about you. You feel very, very good about you. Very, very good about you. Now, I will be in Europe. I will take calls from those who want to make uh, this another uh, reality with them and, and have a, a private session with me one way or the other. I will give seminars in Europe. These are announcements I'm giving. Maybe <laughs> you are still dazed by the light, but I have a little computer problem here, so that's why I'm going to finish this off.
very quickly. So um, I will thank you very much for being with me today. I hope you're feeling wonderful. And also, if you want to get in touch with me, please go to drhelenainfo at yahoo.com. My webpage is www.speakingtoyourheart.com. That is how you can reach me also. So uh, be well, have a wonderful time, and uh, see you soon. I will not... I always say, of course, I'm so sorry. I always say I will not wait this long to the next time. But think, I think I might just do that anyway. I will be with you a little bit more quickly next time because I think this is fun. So let me hear from you again and again. Bye-bye. This is Helena. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.